This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Oh, yeah. Good afternoon. We are live in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. This is Consignment Heroes, and it's a beautiful sunny day downtown. The star of the show has found fame and fortune dealing in people's stuff. Many times they overlook its actual value, and that's where he finds his own expertise. He's Paul Kenny. He's one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Let me get the spiel out of the way for those who are just listening maybe for the first time. This show offers you a chance to get a free assessment on maybe an heirloom or collectible that's been lying around your house. Maybe you think it might have some special value. Well, we have an expert in studio who deals with this stuff day in, day out. So if you have vintage collectibles, toys, sports memorabilia, cards, maybe stamps or an old piece of advertising, antique plates, silverware, farm equipment, coins... Maybe you're downsizing and you want to know how to sell an entire house at once. You can do that as well. Yep. Maybe you have an old autograph you're curious about its value. Maybe it's an old athlete, an obscure one. Who knows? You can give us a call right now for a free assessment. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free. The number 1-888-740-4740. That's 1-888-740-4740. Sorry to get that out of the way. How was your week? It's a great week. But I want to say, today's Mother's Day, okay? Yes, yes. Now, I want our listeners to get in the car and to go to Southworks Antique Mall, okay? Because yes. the sale is on from 10 to 50% off antiques. Bring your mother. Okay, there's two things to this story. While you're in the car... Keep tuned in to 740. That's us. Yeah. So you can listen to us, okay? And when you get there, when your gra- when your mother or grandmother says, I like something, buy it for her. Surprise her. That's okay? a nice thought. Sure. No, no. Th- th- it's not going to cost you as much as you, as you think. And that If she remembers it, it's a good memory. And she says, I remember that. Actually surprise her and says, would you like it back to have the memories back? Okay. And this at Southworks Antique Mall, they're having a sale. It's 30,000 square feet. They got 400, 100-odd uh, vendors. There's Guaranteed a lot. you'll find something you like. There's guarantee, even if you don't buy anything, but we, they want you to buy something, it is entertainment. It's the cheapest entertainment in town because it doesn't cost you anything to go there. The parking is free. You'll have great entertainment on the way there as long as you zoom, you tune into Zoomer T, uh, Zoomer Radio, yeah. Zoomer yeah. Radio, 740, okay. And... Like I say, what could be better than her going through and telling you, and she'll have stories. I remember that, and we had this in the house. And you'll get some stories, and there'll be some connection time, okay? And it's like, 
Instead, you can go out to a meal and stuff. This isn't a bad Mother's Day you're suggesting. You're saying grab mom, listen to Zuma Radio, then go to South Works where they're having a big antique sale. Yeah, and that's perfect. And like I say, a lot of times you can buy some for 5 and 10 and 15 Just because it's old doesn't mean it's expensive, okay? But there'll be some stuff there that, and I bet you that you have a great day talking to her, okay? That's just, that's just my thought. And my friend over on Clap, while you're out at Southworks Antiques Mall on the way there, uh, which is Southworks Antiques Mall is in Cambridge. Yeah. And on the way there, it's Highway 5 and 6 is my friend's on Clappison's Corner, which is the best antique show, store in the metro area. He's got everything. Nice. You have to go there just to see it. He's right now, he's west of, he's on Highway 5, which is on the way, and just west of uh, Highway 6. And he's like seven or 8,000 square feet. But he's, it's all one guy who owns it all. But he's got everything from spark plugs to fire hydrants. That's Fair the enough. best way to put it. Yeah, well, I was going to say, what do you do? Take mom to go see Guardians of the Galaxy 2 or go antiquing with mom? That's, you know, that's what she wants to do. To let her <laughs> do it. No, she does. And if nothing else, she wants to tell you, I had that and I only paid $9 for it. Now it's worth $400. She yeah, wants buy it to be able for to me say, now. Sure. Buy it for me now. <laughs> okay. Uh, our phone number, by the way, if you have a rare item that you think might have some unique value, our phone number is 416-360-0740. Again, maybe it's a collectible, maybe it's an old toy, sports memorabilia. If you're curious about its real-time market value, we have an expert in studio to handle that, 416-360-0740. I was going to say... This week I was last week I said I listened to your your show okay and this week I was listening again oh okay. no so you're talking about face music which we do Thursdays and Fridays two to three now now we have a show that does a live critique of the show you didn't like it you said it was too hard no no it was it was hard this week those it was, mom questions yes. were hard yes okay. I agree no but I listen to Zoomer like part of what so I so do I yeah yeah okay but part of it now this is what happened this was weird this week I'm doing I do house calls I go and help somebody out now when I. Part of your state, uh, Zuma Radio, is that they play music as well as your show. And my idea, what's your idea of a good song? When you hear a good song, what do you do? Uh, tap my feet. I don't know. No, sing no, along, no. Sing along. Okay. I probably no, sing, I sing along. I turn it up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's when you know you've heard a song that you want. I haven't heard this in a long time. You turn it up. Yes. Okay. I'm at a, at a house call this week. And that's exactly, they said, they were listening to Zuma Radio in the background. Cool. And they walk over, they hadn't heard a song, and they turned it up. And it was kind of cool. Nice. And if it's a really good song, he starts singing to it. Nice. And if it's a great song, he starts dancing to it. Okay? <laughs> no, just say it. So then it was, just, it was just one of those small world things. In the background was uh, Zuma Radio. The music was on. And she said, I'd like to hear, hear this a little louder. Which And I've done that. I go on. One came up this week. Um, and it was Clyde McFadder, Lover's Question. I hadn't heard it in such a long time. Really? And it was one of those things that says, that's, and I just had to turn it up. Or if you hear, you know, whether it's American Pie or Bobby Darren's Mac the Knife or King of the Road, there's so many songs. I know, I know. I, I get in trouble for bragging about the station a lot, but the amount of people who are turning to the station and, sta- and staying here and listening, it's they always tell me, stop doing it. It sounds too like you're bragging too much about the station, but I love the station. Yeah. And uh, Theater of the Mind, of course, is one of my favorite shows of all time. Oh, I've, I've heard that, yeah. For years and years and years. I love that on the station. And that's when I get 
I don't do it on air, but I'll say, hey, listen, I want more Johnny Dollar or I want this because I love Johnny Dollar in the original Dragnet series. So Frank Proctor has to hear me gripe to him about what I want to hear more of. Yeah. Just the facts, ma'am. No. Just the facts, <laughs> ma'am. Anyway, sorry. Back to business here. we okay. got to get to Bob in Toronto. Bob, you're live on Zoomer Radio. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, guys? Pretty good. What do you got? Um, well, it's a, a little bit of a weird uh, item. Um, it's uh, something I inherited back in the, well, uh, about 15 years ago. Uh, didn't know, always used to eat my cereal off of it. It's, uh, the, it's the ship's wheel, the helm wheel from uh, Hitler's yacht. Come what? on, get out of oh, here. come on. Uh, this is a crank call, is it? Is this no, guy no, serious? It's real. It's, um, it's about five feet across. It uh, weighs about 200 pounds. It's got a big brass center. The Aviso Grill was built by Blom and Voss, okay. um, the big shipbuilder, in 1935. And uh, Hitler and his boys used to use it as the, uh, the Fuhrer yachts. Or, uh, and um, there's pictures of uh, all kinds of pictures online. You can find them. It was about 450 feet long. Mm-hmm. And my parents actually uh, uh, were honeymoons in the early 50s. Because the ship was the only thing that was given to the U.S. as re- reparations for the war. Yeah. And um, it was dismantled in um, in Delaware at, at the docks in Delaware. My cousin was running the docks down there, and they collected a bunch of stuff and gave it to my – ended up giving it to my parents as a wedding gift, and they drove it back to Toronto. So you and, have the uh, wheel from a Nazi-era yacht. Yes. Well, it's actually – yeah. It's the, it's the yacht where – was supposed to be sailed up by the Nazis to um, up the Thames to the uh, uh, to accept the uh, the surrender of of uh, of, of uh, the Allies. Um, if when Germany won the uh, won the war, was supposed to win the war. A lot of ifs there, and um, yeah, didn't, it didn't work out that way. Yeah, it did, <laughs> didn't work out that way. On uh, you have full provenance on this, and if you've got yeah. photo matching, ah, uh, well, I would love. I, my I would love to around. be involved. Pardon? <laughs> my mom's still around, so she can vouch. And okay. I've done all kinds of research, so I didn't believe it either. And in fact, uh, I used to eat my cereal off it as a because they made it into a table, uh, and uh, um, it's now hanging on the wall. Uh, don't know what, how to appraise it or how to value it or what to do with it. Um, well, it's a weird but, piece, uh, isn't it? True, yeah. a lot of people won't even deal with any of this sort of stuff. A lot right? of people yeah. won't, but the people who will will pay a lot of money. And to me, it's history. To me, it's history. And um, I would love to be involved with this. And I could probably get you in touch with some of the right people. Um, I mean, not love to be involved. But to me, it's a piece of history. And and you want to find out. Can we connect this to something? Yes, yes, yes. And um, I'm trying to say that if I can take your number, and this is something I can't do now, but I'd love to be involved later, and I can help you on this. Um, so Bob's in Toronto, so right after the show, you can give him a call or go check it out right there. Yeah. So, and, Bob, we're going to put you on hold when, when we're done chatting okay. now, and Sebastian's going to gather your contact information because you probably want somebody sort of big time to handle the okay. transaction and authentica- uh, authentication. It has of this. to be authenticated. Yeah, It'll have course. to be photo matched. So something like this has to be photo matched, authenticated, uh, because the person's paying big money, will pay, they'll pay big money for this kind of stuff. Is that the only thing they gave you off the ship? Uh, that's the only thing they got off the ship. My cousin had the portholes apparently, but um, um, 
uh, uh, they didn't bring any of those back. They just the um, and all the dates work out. My parents got married in '51, and that's when the ship was dismantled. But no names, uh, nothing with the name of the my, ship on it. My, no, there's a serial number on it. So Blom and Voss could probably verify it. Oh yeah, okay. And there you go. You got a straight line right through this problem. No, this. Thank you for the call. That's um, that's an interesting call. And I'm like I say, wanting to well, handle. Well, sky's the limit for value, obviously. I don't want to offend anyone, but it's to me uh, the stuff out of if it was World War One, if it was something was out of the Civil War, if something's out of uh, a war from two thousand years ago, um, it's still history. Now it's history, and I hope not to have any more wars, but I do handle the artifacts. Like I had this week, a person had a helmet, a World War Two helmet. And they're worth which side? Allies of the Axis. Allies, allies okay. side. But I have a friend who wants to buy a German helmet. Just wants he wants to get it. like a of parachute. Course, yeah. Parachute is helmet. It doesn't have the typical German look to it, but they're worth like a couple thousand dollars. But even this uh, an allied helmet, a lot of people brought them back are worth a hundred, hundred fifty dollars as long as you have the guts in them. Uh, the uniforms are worth money. The medals are worth money. Um, anything from the war. Uh, a lot of people are collecting it now. And when it comes to old medals and helmets and stuff like that, some people go, oh, it doesn't feel right, uh, money and selling these sorts of things. But you're not selling it to somebody who's going to go roll around and, you know, mess around. You probably, it's going to be a valued yeah. uh, uh, customer who's going to treasure this stuff and take care of it, preserve it. We're one of the only, we do not melt um, uh, metals. We don't burn Bibles. There's certain things I don't do in my business. Right, and people always go, well, I'd like to go, at, go uh, you know, put this collectible into a museum. And I go, well, be careful with that. You know, yeah. a lot of people put on stuff on loan to a museum because, you know what happens to a lot of museums? They go broke. And yeah. you know what happens when they go broke? They liquidate at pennies on the dollar. And it's the saddest thing. Well, that's this week, someone wanted to donate a library of books to a museum. And they said, unless there's a cash donation as well as the books, we don't want them. They need someone to take care of it. Right. And my big story is I had stuff from U of T. People donated the books to U of T. U of T literally almost threw them out. They were medical books, and I had a book by uh, Nehru, signed by Nehru. Help me out. Who's that? First um, Prime Minister of India. Oh, right. Why wouldn't I know that? Sure. Okay, I'm with you. (laughs) But it's about a $900 book. And the idea that they treated it so nonchalantly and they let it go out to a garage, not a garage sale, but an auction. Yes. And I bought it for literally $10 at an wow. auction. Wow, wow. And I sold it for 900 They were mad because their donation papers were in. I said, this was donated. Here's the provenance. When I give something with the, with autographs, I have to say, here's the provenance. Here's the line of how what happened. Who owned us. it and when, yeah. So be careful who you donate to. I have a... I, what I always say, I refuse to donate to people who have more money than I do. That's a good policy, by the way. That's <laughs> Which a is decent about, policy. That's just about the entire world. Uh, if you have a rare item, maybe it's been lying around your house for decades or even generations, and you're curious about its value or how you can move it to a market where someone could possibly buy it, this is the show to call. We are live in downtown Toronto in Liberty Village at the Zoomerplex, and you can call us at 416-360-0740. In studio with us is Paul Kenny. He's one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada, and he has found fame in fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically identifying value that other people generally overlook. This week as well, you're talking about Storage Wars. Apparently we're coming back on in August. On oh, City TV oh, oh. and OLN, tw- the last, the missing 24 episodes. Yeah, well, the miss, it's the back half of season two. But what, were they trying to kill you with all that shooting? You guys did like 38 episodes season one. 36, was, 36. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's unbelievable. 
Oh, no, we worked every day, and we worked very, very hard. And the last 24 are now coming up. And uh, and like I say, I've already been paid. It's, it's going to come on, City. It'll just it'll, it'll be nice to see it. We haven't even seen them. And I want to tell people I'm much smarter in person than I am on that show. Okay? <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I've seen you put together some pretty huge deals on that show. There's nothing to be ashamed of. That's We've, for sure. Well, this week, like I say, we also – you're talking about enhancing people's value – um, this week we bought a bunch of frames, and we end up a lot of prints and stuff, and we sold them for somebody, which is a perfect segue to how did I ship these frames? I went to my buddy at Mississauga Carton. Okay, well, give him a plug then. I you can't just you. mention him once. No, no. If you want, he gave me all the bubble paper, you know, to wrap it so it doesn't break, all the peanuts, all the tape, and he had the exact size boxes. Okay, he's on Haynes Road, and this time I'm going to tell his Haynes phone. Road in Mississauga. Let me see, because you've mentioned this guy enough. I, I think I know Haynes Road, in Mississauga, Mississauga Carton. Is his name Frank? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. He used to be. He used to be a long time ago. His number. He's at twenty three sixty four Haynes Road, and his phone number for all those people who aren't. If you're driving to Southworks Antique Mall, don't be writing down this number. But if you're at home, write down this number. 905-276-7929. Mississauga Carton. Because, and the thing is, instead of going to the post office or one of these places that, storage places that sell boxes for $9, he sells them for $1.75. You can buy all the same size boxes, okay? Then what you can do, like he has all the bubble, all the wrap, he's, he's reasonable. Everyone knows that I'm pretty cheap in some ways, okay? <laughs> you, know, a lot of, you ask my son Bogart, he'll say I'm cheap. So I don't spend a dollar where a nickel will do. And he says uh, he's got all the different sizes. So you can pack them up. You can put the bubble in it. So all your stuff gets there in one piece. And if you're going to ship something away or something like that, same thing. Back to work. There's Back Helen to work, in sorry. Toronto. Sort of leave you on the line there, Helen. How are you and what have you got for us? Helen? Uh-oh. Hey, Helen. I think this is the first Hel- time. Hello, started. Helen? Hi, Helen. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. I thought we got separated somehow. No, no, it's our no. fault. Just a technical glitch. What do you got? I have an Olympic pin from nineteen from the um, 1988 Olympics. It's a FedEx, and it is a misprint. The balls are on top instead of on the bottom. Oh, neat. And I also have, I think I still have the mug that went with it. I broke the big glass that came with it. Um, is that worth anything, and would it be worth more in, a, in an Olympic year? No. Um, the peop- Maybe, because that's all the pin people get together. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get it? That it I was- worked for them. Okay, so it's like a prototype. Okay, then it's... Yeah, no, no, it was, this was, a, I walked into a meeting, and I looked at everybody else's, and I said, yours are all upside down. They said, nope, yours is. <laughs> oh, and then uh, FedEx fixed the problem. They, you know, redid, they redid or they continued on with the logo the way it should have been. Okay. Once you've got something like this, then probably probably $100, $150, because the regular pin might be 10 or $15, because a lot of people trade them back and forth. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about the Olympic pin fraternity is there's a lot of them out there. And if you've got something that they don't have, They'll pay for it, okay? Okay, because I have a stack of some Chryslers and everybody else's, but the only the uh, FedEx one is a misprint. 
that would be the one where the value is because most of the time if they're they they're a dollar to five dollars each mm-hmm. if you've got one that was uh if they made a pin for like uh, the camera crew there'll be a lot less of those but if you've got a, a pin that there's only uh five of or ten of or one of there's always somebody who's got uh, who's a completist who wants one of everything uh-huh okay and something like that you just gotta set your price on it it best might be auction. If you were going to auction, auctioning during an Olympic year is probably your best idea. Yeah, well, because that's what I was thinking that um, nobody really has much to do with Olympics until it's big hype, which is the year that it's coming. Yeah, um, you got a six-week build-up and a three-week event. Yeah, so you got a small window every four years. Okay, but you can still try. You know, the other thing as well, if you come up with a price on it, uh, if you're happy, if it happens to be two hundred, you're happy with two hundred. Then sell it. This is what, where a perfect deal happens. What would be realistic for something like this? I'd have to see it, but I think we do stuff for consignment for people where people, like this person this week brought in a, a Wilkinson sword knife with the Toronto police on it. Oh. Okay. Now, it's a very specialized item, like your item with the Olympic pin. Now, then not a lot of them sell because it's very, very specialized. It's between 600 and $1,200. So when we put on consignment, not by putting an auction, you don't want to start at a dollar and hope that two people are in the room. Right. Otherwise, someone's going to get it for a dollar. You're going to say, guess what? Not for sale. Yeah. yeah. So we put it on there, and we're, I think we're putting it on for $800. Okay, okay. Middle of the road, yeah. So it's in the middle of the road. They're happy about that's the price what they're thinking that they want to sell it. So you'd have to come up with a price where you're happy and then someone else is happy, and then we have a deal. That's why we offer the consignment service on Items that are unusual. Anyone knows if it's a, a 1962 silver dollar has an exact value on it, and right. anyone can do that. An item like you've got here, it actually takes a little bit of work. Okay? But he's saying, you're saying, I wouldn't, you know, if you wanted to test the market, test it at 100 or $200 and see what happens. Would you suggest that you, we, I know we're, at some point we're going to talk about your Woodstock, which is the Christie Antique Show that's okay. coming up. Was it May 27th that's yeah, coming May up? Yeah, May 27th. Is this the kind of item where you would say, hey, why don't you go and walk down the aisles for some of the collectors there and see what happens on that day? Would you ever direct people to that sort of thing? Yeah. No, no, something like that. That that's going, You're going to get at least two opinions or two appraisals, especially if you come to Y10. I'm going to be there at that event. What's Y10? Y10 is my booth number. Oh, not Y10. Why not 10? No. Okay. Okay. So Y10. Okay. So that's your booth number. For for people who are going to go to the Christie Antique Show, your Y10. I would, and see if they, if you're in the area, you can bring it to that. I'll be doing, I'll be there giving appraisals. I'm hopefully I'm going to be selling stuff as Mm -hmm. well. There's like 10,000, 10,000 people are going to come to that show. I'm hoping that 9,995 come through my booth and buy something. But, okay, so so Helen, you can passively post it to eBay or Kijiji or whatever yeah. you want, or you can actively go to a place like the Christie Antique Show and try to get a, make a market for it. Yeah, if I see it, I might have a better opinion of it as well. Um, Could where, be exciting. Where is this Christie Antique oh, Show? Oh, I'm. That's funny. See, you look, should ask. Look that. how I work in a plug. I knew we would talk about Christie at some point. Christie Antique Show is on uh, on. Saturday, May 27th. Okay, see, I'm reading. It's a sound like I'm reading this. 8 o'clock to 5 p.m., rain or shine. If it's raining, there'll be some great deals there. Okay, it's on um, high, It's 1000 Highway 5 West in Dundas. And I actually should just give them their phone number. 
because here's where if you're driving, don't copy this down. If you're sitting at home, you can copy it down. 905-525-2181. And they actually have a website called, imagine this, www.christyshow.ca. But there's going to be like, there is 250 vendors there. So you're going to get second opinions on everything. Some people are going to be right. Some people are going to be wrong. The person in booth Y10, which is me, is going to be right <laughs> most of the time. There's going to be there's, there's washrooms there. There's furniture. There's everything you could pop, everything that's over 30 years old, everything for the house. And even if you want to set up, and I, I encourage people, if you want to sell stuff, maybe you can get a booth there. Okay, but it has to be over 30 years old. It's got to be all old stuff, and you have to have everything priced. Okay, there's going to be a lot of uh, buyers there who are going to be spending a ton of money. This is your Super Bowl for the collector industry. Yeah, yeah I know. I can hear the passion when you start talking about this thing. I think I might just go to, to see what it's all no, about. No, no. If you're there, Bogart's going to be there. Okay, yeah, yeah, Okay, because yeah. he doesn't know he's going to be lifting a lot of stuff, but he's going to be there. If you came, be great. We're going to have a, a, a tent there and... Uh, lots of furniture, lots of knickknacks. I'll be signing. I'm going to give away a couple of billion dollars in Zimbabwe money. Did I say that quiet enough? Still very collectible. I love that stuff. That's where you can get a what a hundred trillion dollar bill. Yeah, or a thousand trillion dollar. I'm bill. trying to. But I'm trying to emphasize billions is what I'm giving away. And then <laughs> yeah. Zimbabwe, I'm not emphasizing as much. So Helen, sounds like you got a pretty cool object. You can take it uh, online or go to a place like Christie's Antique Show, which of course Paul is very excited about. Yeah. Sunday. It's only on Saturday. And it's rain or shine outdoors. Yeah, 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, and just bring a lot of sunscreen. And uh, I guarantee everyone is listening who's listening here will have fun. They're either going to learn something, buy something, or sell something there. Okay. okay? we got to get back to work. There's okay, other people. sorry. Okay. People need us. People need us. If you have uh, an antique or a collectible or something that maybe you've inherited and you're wondering what it's worth, maybe it's an old baseball collection of cards, something like that, an old jersey, an old hat. You want a real-time market value assessment of what it is, you can talk to Paul Kenny, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. We're live in uh, in uh, Liberty Village. Our phone number, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love from scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live this afternoon in Liberty Village in downtown Toronto here with Paul Kenny, one of the stars of Storage Wars Canada. Back to your calls. Want a better idea of what your stuff is worth? You can call 416-360-0740. Stephen in Parkdale is our next caller. Stephen, how are you and what do you have? Uh, a couple of first editions of uh, 
I don't know if you ever read uh, as a kid Tom Corbett Space Cadet. Yeah, uh, Tom Corbett Space Cadet. I don't know this one. Tell yeah, me about, about this. Yeah, about 1959. Uh, 54. Yeah. Okay, call me a liar for four hours, uh, for yeah, five years. And, okay. Uh, the original uh, Nancy Drew. Okay. And uh, okay. I don't have them handy. The original, uh, but uh, first publications of the the Hardy Boys and Tom Swift. Yep. Okay. Now all those books are very collectible. You know, a lot of people don't know. You know, um, Brian McFarlane. No. Brian McFarlane from Hockey Night in Canada. Oh yeah. Sorry, I thought you meant an author. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he is an author. He the... wrote some of the Nancy Drews. And he Hardy... did. Yes. 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 Little known fact. Okay. I think I know Hardy Boys or Nancy Drew. One of those two. He did. Oh, I'm being adjusted here. On um, uh, the Tom Swift and uh, the uh, Space Corbett ones. The books go for about five to ten dollars. Do you have the dust jackets with them, sir? Uh, the uh, Nancy Drew doesn't even have a dust jacket. It has it right imprinted on the cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a later edition. The early ones were in a kind of a, a blue and green cloth, and they'd have a dust jacket on it. And a lot of times you'd find it was a first edition by looking at the back of the dust jacket and say your story was Nancy Drew discovers a, a green mole on her sister's nose. Right. That will be the last book on the list of books, and that way you know it's a first edition. Oh, okay. okay. When it says copyright 1948 and it doesn't say printed subsequently, does that not mean it's a That will help as well, but a lot of times it goes by the dust jacket. I, I do it by the dust jacket, and then I know it's a first edition because they printed them and print. Once they made them once, they just kept on doing them because they were relatively popular. Right. People do collect them. Some of the first editions will go for money because people are looking for the the early ones, and a lot, a lot of people always collect first edition books. Right. On uh, Nancy Drew is probably the most famous. The Hardy Boys a little bit, but Hardy Boys up to up to two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. Okay. It's you know, but because he's more obscure, not more. Um, just the collectability. On, I'm like someone's trying to complete the set, like anything else. You know. But uh, Tom Corbett, now, if you have now, the books are one thing. Do you have any of the rings or any of the radio premiums? No. Because see what happened. Some of these shows were on radio. If you've got like a Little Orphan Annie uh, I was just going to say, okay. right, Christmas Story, Little Orphan Annie decoder ring. That's And that's that, real, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. A, a Superman ring from 1939, I think it's 1940, is worth about $100,000. What? And there's only about 19 of them or 20 of them known or something like that. Oh, my but God. But it's actually what – this is where I'm saying recapturing your childhood at vastly inflated prices. Some people have lots of money, and they want their rosebud. They want that <laughs> – they want They want that, their sled from their yeah, yeah. youth, yeah. And I'm telling you, it's not just the comics. It's also the premiums they gave away because a lot of these shows, they were selling stuff, and they would say, to get you involved, would you say you send in your nickel or quarter or whatever, and you get a premium. Okay, or if you buy the the food or whatever it is, and some of that stuff is worth a lot of money. Like the Tom Corbett books are what you would bought in the store, but they would have some kind of a, a premium. And this is what people have in their basements. I, you've heard me refer to the lottery ticket in the basement. Yeah, if you have an old house or whatever, and, and stuff's been lying around for years and years untouched, untouched, it might be worth a fortune. Yeah, and like I say, it's a lot of the premium. It can be that. The person's going to discover that ring. I know exactly how I'm going to discover it when they're all going through a drawer of rings or a drawer of old stuff out of the 30s, and it's going to be there. Well, I think of, um, 
you know, empty nesters. And they go, you know what? Junior had all of that Star Wars stuff from the late 70s, and I just threw it out. It was enough. I wanted my basement clean, so I chucked all that stuff. You know, obviously now it might be worth thousands upon thousands of dollars for the original Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader in its package or whatever. People go crazy for that stuff. Some some of that stuff is in basements. Most of that stuff is probably in basements. Ten to 15,000 in some cases. Like I said, the garbage man does not drive around with a checkbook. Okay? I do. That's the (laughs) difference between me and the garbage man. I'm a little smart. I can't. I don't want to say I'm smarter, but I have a checkbook and he doesn't. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, and if you have an item that you'd like a free assessment of, you can give us a call, 416-360-0740. Our next caller is Joanne in Toronto. Joanne. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What do you got? Well, I have a few things here I'd just like to uh, have some ideas about. I have a $2 paper bill, United States of America. Okay. Ooh. Now, a lot of people think they're not uh, they're not as rare as you think. Okay. But in the bottom corner, not the bottom corner, uh, two inches over from the left, uh, about a half inch up, there will be a little date, 1976, 1932, 1928. Okay. That will tell you what issue it is. Okay. They Do didn't you have ch- it with you? Can you look? Yes, I have it with me. What's the date? Um, can't see it. Um, it's tiny print. A tiny print. I know. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's in a package. It's in a... I also have... Um, well, I'm looking for this. I have two um, China plaques. Okay. One is Mason's, okay. and the other is Eastern Star. Okay. And I was wondering what they might be worth. Uh, the Ma- Mason's, not Mason's the potter, or Mason's the, the order? Order. Okay. Uh, people do collect the Mason uh, items, depending on how old it is, and depend if it's from a certain event as well. It was they were my grandparents would have been in the thirties. Do you have any of the gold jewelry? The gold, a lot of the Mason's jewelry uh, and or, artifacts are all gold. The, the hmm? ring I don't have now. Okay, this is why. What, what are these items that you're? Discussing the Masons, it's like Knights of Columbus, Masons, okay, uh, Freemasons. Templar Knights, okay, gotcha, all fraternal uh, orders. Yep, right. um, I have actually, uh, I've got um, some of these. Uh, I've got the the Order of the Black Irish. I have a, uh, a actual half of a skull, of silver, a human skull, a human skull, silver adorned. You're allowed to have it because it's part of one of these orders, and I have all the papers that go with it. I have... Um, and what, what do you do with this thing? It's an I'm going to try and what sell it? it. Oh, okay. It's Actually, a bowl? Would you eat it? It's a bowl, it? yeah. Like a caveman eating out of somebody's skull. That's what it is. Wow. I know, I know. That's disturbing. That is a bit... But on the Masons, a lot of people, depending on which plate it is, they can be going between $20 and $50. Uh, if you've got stuff from last century, it'll be even a bit better. Okay. Uh, there are, it's a large order. Once you have a large or a lot of people involved with something, you have a lot of collectors. Okay. On um, uh, going back to my story about the Black Irish, you, you know, ever, heard, ever heard of the expression "blackballed"? Yes. I have a black ball box. Oh. They put white balls in, and black. That's how they voted. You put a white ball in or a black ball in the and, black. And for what black, cult was this? This is the Black Irish. It was um, like a skull and bones type of organization. I no, guess. No, this is like um, early um, uh, order. It's from the Spanish. Okay. Yeah. 
but the black ball, if you put the little box and a little hole in the top, you put a black ball in to get someone in. Right. If if all the balls are white, your vote the vote was good. You got in. One black ball in there, you it's were not It's a veto, in. yeah. And that's what they call blackballed. Okay. Aww. I didn't know that. I thought it was something to do with pool until I saw this actual box. Yeah. And I have one of these. I want It's for sale as well. Okay. Everything I have is for sale. Okay. All right. But back to your Mason's question, I'd like to help you out. Um, send up. You can send a picture onto my website. Yeah. Uh, we've got it back up. We were jammed this week, but it's at uh, sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Okay. And I'll try and get back to you and give you a price over the phone, over the uh, internet. Okay. And I found the date on the bill. Yep. It's 1963. 1963 yeah. American $2 bill. What Probably kind of condition? Probably worth about $10, $12 if it's okay. in good shape. All right. And the other item I have is a silver Pandora bracelet with nine silver charms. Is this new Pandora? This is like a modern one, right? Yes. I bought it uh, about five years ago. Yeah, because they have stores in like every mall. Is it? Yeah. Is that sterling silver that they're selling? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it is. Okay. Yes. But it's it sells for a lot of money. And they have a resale value because people do collect the little charms that are on there. Mm-hmm. And it'll actually, this is a perfect segue to who I'm about to talk to. But but these these bracelets go for a hundred. The bracelet about a hundred dollars, and some of the charms yes. anywhere between ten and two hundred dollars. Yes, yes. So there is a resale market for yeah, it. Yeah, and but we do it on consignment only because if I'm buying, I buy it by weight. But if someone's consigning it, I will put it on at a higher value. And my and I have to make sure that my daughters don't steal it from us. Okay, so this is a good example of jewelry that has sort of a basement value, yeah. and then it also has an artistry value. So yeah. you're saying no matter what, it's not worth nothing because it's always got a 9.25 yeah. silver content value, which is good. It protects the value, but it'll be much less. Okay. That price goes up when you're saying the rarity of the little pendants that you can buy for yeah. these sorts right. of things. So not zero. No, I would not have guessed no, no. zero. Okay. No, no, I do not melt Pandora at all, ever. Yes. When it comes in, I take it off and I sell it as, as what I call resaleable silver. Okay. All and right. we always pay more for it. Like a person brought in a costume jewelry. Two or three people, after we mentioned last night, last week, brought in costume jewelry this week. And they had some very pleasant surprises. Two didn't, but one had a very, very pleasant surprise. This is one of your... your you have a lot of good moments. You say, wait, stop. Do not undervalue this item. And what you're saying lately, you say, don't discard costume jewelry. jewelry no. Suddenly there is a market for this stuff. People do want vintage costume jewelry. Well, the two things, okay, is one, it could be gold, okay? Right, but that's always the case. But No, no, but someone in a garage sale this week sold $390 worth of gold for $1. And Ooh. I know this because Ooh. the person who picked it brought it into my shop and said, I just bought this at a garage sale for a dollar. And wow. it was solid. It was gold. Okay. Wow. And a lot of times when they bring them into me, I'll say it's either costume jewelry that's saleable as costume jewelry, and the, the night names like um, Sherman, um, Balakiaga, um, Weiss, uh, Coro. A lot of these names have a little bit. People collect them. Okay. So they're not comp- even though it's out of style and you'll never wear it again. They'll still buy it. Okay. Right. So the if costume jewelry your, can be good. If so, I brought it to your store, would yep. you be able to assess it? Yes, I can. Okay. And uh, the other item I have is I have a Dominion of Canada 25-cent Gym paper. plaster. It's July 1923. Uh, six to $100, depending on condition. Okay. It's called a shin plaster, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of them around, and a lot of people passed them down because you were giving your kids, you were giving your grandkids 25 cents. Mm-hmm. So... 
But you call them shit in plastics is what they used to make casts out of them, or that's yeah. how useless they were at the time, or you yeah. know, they weren't very valuable, but. But look at Joanne. She's collecting all of the things that do have solid collector value. Yes. Right? Everything yep. she's got is worth good money. And I yep. have a lot of coins, but I need to sort them perhaps by... Date. By date? Okay. Yeah. Okay, not complete. This is another lesson. This is a Paul Kenny lesson as well. If you have change, pocket change, and the date is prior to 1967, yep. it has, especially nickels, dimes, and quarters, silver content value. After 1967, our government, like the U.S., became cheap, and rather than yeah. give you silver coins, you're getting steel with some, what, zinc? What else is it? That's Copper, it. nickel. Yeah, yeah, you're getting garbage metals. We used to have quality metals in our money. And yeah. if you have that old coins, it's worth right. much, yeah. much more. It used to be 11 cents of nickel in a nickel. But now it's yeah, there was cents. Cents. It didn't it cost us four cents to make a penny just until yeah. we got rid of it? Yeah. 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 Okay, so sort by date and sort by uh, denomination. Yeah, and you don't have to. If it was sorted by date, I'm okay with that. All right. Okay. Joanne, good Thank stuff. You. Thanks for the phone call. You're going to have a good week and a busy week. How's that? I love your show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the Bye store, guys. by the way, if you're curious, and you have some of these items and you'd like to have them looked at or even find a new home for them, sell them. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street. That's 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill, just north of Major, Major McKenzie. Mac. Yeah, And just south of the wall. And just south of, there's a giant brick wall in the parking lot that'll help guide you to uh, Paul Kenny's store. Uh, back to work. Julio, hang in there because we're going to Betty in North York first. Sorry, that was my mistake. Okay. I tried to smooth it over. It didn't work. Oh. Betty, Betty in North York, you're our next caller. How are you? Hi, fine, thanks. Hi. Um, um, I'm calling because I have a set of eight teacups and saucers. Okay. Um, and I know some of them have value, but this one is called Royal Stewart, S-T-U-A-R-T. Spencer Stevenson, and they're beautiful uh, scalloped, um, the, the cups and saucers. I have four green and white and four yellow and white, and very delicate bone china. The reason I'm interested, I think they're worth something just because they're beautiful bone china, but the interesting thing was I, this was a set my mother slowly built up. Do you remember the old Power supermarket? Yep. Yeah. Well, they used to, way back, like a, circa 1960, um, I think if you took in so many of your food bills, you got a stamp, and then you got a stamp, so many stamps, you could buy these. So she Green stamps. So she built this up there. This is like circa 1960. Okay, so I don't want to... These are going to be worth more to you and something you can give your kids a story about. Uh-huh. And with the cups and sauces, what they're buying right now are the Minton... Ainsley, Paragon, um, top, be- more exquisite names, okay? Uh-huh. Um, uh, Roald Dalton. Uh, your Stuart is something that was made for, um, as a giveaway. Okay. So it would have been made in England, and back in 1960, made in England had a certain cachet to it, and yes. people would buy it. And it cost her good money, or in this case, stamps. But the ones that are, that are being sold overseas right now are... The heavy gold, heavy floral, and they're buying the names. And like I say, we sold a Paragon for four hundred, and they've sold as high as two thousand for one cup and saucer. I ask people to bring them in. I have to see it, yeah. but I want to make sure they can handle this appointment well because uh, not all cups and saucers are created equal. Okay, yeah. but if people bring them in, I'm glad to look at them. If it's a two thousand dollar cup and saucer, the more money you make, the more money I make. And I'm glad to put it online for people and help people sell it. 
You don't want to have someone come into your place and say, I'll give you $4 a piece across the board for all your cups and saucers, which might be overpriced paying for some of them, but the one that's good pays for all of them. And this happens. I know Ben doesn't collect. Do you want cups and saucers? No. no, no. I just buy cheap coffee mugs. I'm so terrified to break one. I've, I've told the story many times. And we, we, I forget where we were at. It's some sort of auction. You're like, here, Ben, hold this cup and saucer. And I just sort of grab it out of your hands. You're like, careful. It's worth like $1,000. I go, get it out. Get away from me. What do you want? Why are you handing me this? I know. Unfortunately, the stuff that's given away, some food issues that are given away are, are worth money. But in this case here, Stewart is not a top brand. It's probably on your C grade on brands. Okay. You've got A grant, A, A group. C, B group, and C, and even within those groups, you have up, you have tops and bottoms. I have some other ones, like, uh, like you mentioned. I think, like, I think I have a Paragon and some, um, um, oh, geez, not Dalton, Royal Albert, and stuff like that. Um, but this is so delicate. Like, I know. So it just, I'm going to tell gorgeous. you. What you got to do? Bring it in. Yeah. But don't get mad at me if I only tell you it's worth five dollars. Okay. Uh, well, and markets change, too. Markets what's change. collectible now might not be, or, you know, what's undervalued oh, yeah. now might be, you know, you, you don't know, right, yeah. Betty? You could hang on to it for another 60 years, and it might double in value, right? So just hang in And you'll in be there. very famous for I'll old have, age okay, as well. I'll hang no. in for another 60 years, if you will. Might be 70. Yeah, okay. that's fine. Just be patient with your investment. We'll meet. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Betty. Back to work. Here's uh, Julio in Burlington. How are you? Hello. Welcome to the show. What do you got, man? I've got a whole bunch of silver plate I inherited from a cousin. Oh, well, okay. then you're talking to the right guy. And nobody wants to clean it. It's just sitting around getting black and getting dusty. Yeah. No, we buy. We're one of the only people in the city who buys silver plate. And everyone's got in their basement, 1960, you got that tea set. You got the the platter there, and you got all that stuff. We I buy do. the silver plate. We buy sterling as well, like Fifty, almost sixty cents a gram, but silver plate we still buy it around between two and three dollars per pound. But a banana box has got forty, fifty pounds of in it, so that's a hundred to two hundred fifty dollars that people don't they they'll throw it out. And I say I'll actually buy it. I don't care what it looks. I don't care if it's got monograms on it. I don't care if the handles are broke off. We're just crushing it. We are re- we are retrieving the silver plate, which is one percent off of it. So and, if I bring you in a box, will you be able to tell me what's the silver and what's the silver plate and all that? Oh, yeah. No, we tell people. One person brought in a box. that They, they brought in seven boxes they thought was all silver plate. End up being sterling. Wow. They were so they very, hit a jackpot. Yeah. They were very, very happy. And I'm happy to buy it either way. I just work the middle. I just work my percentages. That's well, all I, I do. lucky. Thank you very you might, much. If you got a big box of silver, what you think is silver plate and stuff, you might get lucky. Some of it might be sterling. And oh, bring I got it, a couple boxes of it, so. Bring it in, and if it, someone's got a lot, if they've got like two, 300 pounds, we will go and pick it up, okay? If it's two or 300 pounds of silver plate, and that's not that unusual. Well, people have it. Open five or six tea sets away, 150 pounds, right there. Yeah. You know, and some of it we don't care. Don't, and so, and don't clean it. Is it other people go, I have a silver plate, and they won't take it because it's too much effort to strip it, right? Like you'd have yeah. to basically melt it down and then divide no, it. No, no, you can't do it. You can't. You can't it can't we, be done. We can't do it in Canada. We ship it all out. We have to ship out 5,000 pounds at a time. Oh, to a smelter that will do it. That, so we were legally not allowed to do this? No, there's no place in Canada. If wow. there was, I would give my work to a Canadian any day of the week rather than ship the work abroad. But I have to. No one in Canada will do it. 
Interesting. Okay. And I've tried. I said it just it's a process, but you need you need the right kind of machinery and it's like anything, it's economics of size. And right. Nothing Scale of economics. Do. Sure. It doesn't Scale. work out in Canada. Yeah. It just doesn't work out here. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live in downtown Toronto at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. We have some time. for. We'll definitely get to who's on the line there. I apologize. We, we're not going to do as many yep. calls as we normally do. We're backed up learning a lot today, but our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 30,000 square feet of it, selling antiques, collectibles, and the kind of neat stuff that Paul and Bogart love so much, they've been one of those hundred vendors for 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Grand Avenue and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live at the Zoomerplex in downtown Toronto here with Paul Kenny, one of the stores, the stars of Storage Force Canada. Uh, our number, 416-360-0740. We should say that uh, Bob in Toronto is one of our first callers. He said that he had a former uh, a steering wheel yeah. from a yacht, from mm. Hitler's yacht or whatever it is. And from what we can tell from callers and doing our own research, this thing is legit. This is yeah. exactly where this steering wheel ended up. It's even documented online. So yeah. that's, a, that's a real thing. This is crazy. A lot of times when things are scrapped, like like what he said happened, they'll just toss stuff. Yeah. It's only recently, like, try and get a, a, an original seat from uh, Madison Square Gardens when they refurbished it in the 1960s. They destroyed them all. But you can get them from Maple Leaf Gardens here in Toronto because <laughs> yeah, we yeah. were into the collectible business now. Yes. And the seats go for five, six, seven, eight hundred $800 a piece, up to $1,500 a piece. Yes. Okay. So this is where... Something from 1951, which was scrapped in 51, they might have just scrapped it all and, you know, it, everything was gone. And that might, that might have been the only thing saved from but that yacht. But this yacht ended up as a, somebody's uh, kitchen table. Yeah. And now he's saying, hey, why don't I move this? <laughs> now, it is connected to the uh, Nazi memorabilia world, which many people don't deal in. Other people say, well, listen, it's history. What are you going to do, destroy this stuff with a hammer? That doesn't make sense either. So our next caller, Serge in Toronto, says, well, what do I do? I've got some okay. World War II Nazi Germany type of collectibles. Serge, how are you? Hey, Serge? Serge? Yes. Welcome to the show. What have you got and what's your question? All right. I've got, it's an album. It's called Die Deutsche Wehrmacht. It's a, it was like cigarette cards. Yep. That were sold in the 30s, right? And now it's dated. New cover. 19, it's great. Great cover. Um, pictures are about... Between two by two to three yeah. by six, yeah, uh, black and white. Yeah, Do you have the summer or no, the actually, winter? These are color. These are all. These are all color. Okay. Uh, is uh, not the Olympic the, one? Huh? Not the Olympics. What are the pictures of? This is from 1935. It basically has 
all the symbols from the Luftwaffe, the uh, Kriegsmarine, like what the badges were for the officers, for the helmets. Oh, uh, it's okay. It's like, you, you know, they have everything like the uniform of the Wehrmacht. So it's like every badge, everything that everybody had, hats, the whole thing. And then the, the, the cards, they have submarines, they have airplanes, you have sailors in, in sea ships. They have everything. Okay. And it's complete. Heavy like stuff, somebody will want it, though. Hmm? Any ideas? How many, like, cards are in the, how many cards are in this set? I thought... here, hang on a second. They have, they're all numbered, so let's see. The last one is number 270, which is the photo of the, the grave of uh, Richthofen, the, the, the pilot from the First World War. Okay. I actually have his autograph. Uh, sorry, I go. <laughs> They're probably the cards go between ten and twenty dollars a piece, times two hundred and seventy. Now, as a complete, so the chunk of change, yeah. As a yeah. complete set, I haven't the set you're talking about. I haven't seen. Um, I, I'm more familiar with they did an Olympic set in '36. Mm-hmm. Jesse Owens is in it, of course. Yeah, it is summer and Olympic. Because um, I have another book which is called the Auf Deutscher Schule which is, again, a collection of stamps, but it's not complete. It's got a few hundred of them. And okay. then I have uh, a flyer where uh, when Hitler came to uh, the head office of the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, like, Gering and Hitler came, yep. where they had the Zeppelin. Okay, Zeppelin okay. factory. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, as history, I'd like to see this. I would definitely like to see this uh, the set you've got and the other cards and any of the um, that there. This is a cross collectible. You've got the war. You've got um, people who collect war stuff, military, yep. Yep. and people who collect cigarette cards. Remember, we were talking last week about the Onus Wagner. The cigarette yes. card was put in there. To, to keep the, the pack sturdy, yes. Well, Germans smoked as well as Americans smoked, and everyone smokes cigarettes around the world. And there'll be, yeah, maybe some interesting propaganda or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. So a set like this, the card's going between 10 and $30 each. Okay, so, a lot of value um, there. If they're glued into the book, that's going to take out some of the value, but probably a very solid collectible, and it's 270 is probably worth $1,500 as a book. So, Serge, uh, from here, what you should do is either visit the store, visit yep. Paul Kenny's store, 10,341 Young Street. Uh, Sebastian's going to grab your number, and uh, and you can take this number down as well. This is how you get in touch with uh, Paul after this show at his store. The number is 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-4653. And again, the address, 10,341 Young Street. Uh I gotta say something. I was. I wanted oh. to get to our last caller there. She had Claritone speakers. Okay. I wanted to trot got- lightly because Claritone speakers are something that Moses Neimer, but she'll call master me back and commander of this station. Does he not collect Claritone speakers? Yes. And yes. maybe old parts. So but it's also Canadiana. There's a lot of people. Uh, see, if I start going on about Canadiana, we'll get into trouble. I gotta go and talk about gold and silver. Okay. We only got a minute left. Let me just quickly say: if you okay. have Claritone speakers that are vintage. Please bring them here. Yeah. There is a buyer and a lover of these oh. items. His name is Moses Neimer. So oh, you you're can... going to get in trouble for this one. What? <laughs> what? No, no, no. I'm saying that uh, last time didn't we 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 gave up a, a, a set, and he's like, I wanted those. Get me those okay. speakers, and we couldn't find them. 
I want people this week to come in and buy gold and silver. If you're going to buy stuff for your grandkids, buy the actual silver. Don't buy this collectible weirdo car coins. If you're buying $100, make sure there's $100 worth of silver in it. Just because some, someone says something is silver, get the right amount of silver. But uh, we're going to talk about that next week. And a special thanks to Sebastian, Sebastian. Hearn, who uh, Sebastian Hearn produces a show and screens all the phone calls. Everyone have a great Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's I can't say that to you. I'll say, okay. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Bye. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.